Oh, good morning. Hi, hello. It's Lisa. I apologize for the break in episodes. If you guys don't follow me on social media or know me personally, um, I have been transitioning to California. I am currently sitting in my Californian home in Mission Viejo, California. I keep saying California, California, California. Anyway, yeah, so I've been transitioning to California. I've been decorating my apartment. I decorated, I fully thrifted and decorated, fully thrifted. That's a weird way to say things. Anyway, I thrifted for two days and I fully decorated my apartment. If you guys don't have me on social media, you should just follow me on Artistry of Lisa G. Another crazy update is that I uploaded a video of a color correction that I did on last Friday to TikTok. And right now, let's pull it up. Let's see how many, see how many views we have as of right now. Currently sitting, I have 476,000 views and 81,000 likes, which is fucking insane to me. Um, yeah, life has been off the fucking charts lately. <laughs> um, I started working at, it's called Rebel Femme. And Mission Viejo, I work with Morella Minnelli. If you guys don't know who she is, she's an incredible artist, super fucking talented. Yeah, um, that all happened within a week. So as you can probably think, life has been fucking nuts. But without further ado, let's get this t- today's episode started. I have been really dying to have an episode about this because it's a it's a common question that I get often. And it's made me realize that people don't have the correct relationship with this thing, and I want to talk about it. Let's talk money. Um, so my birthday was on the 17th of July. I turned 25. Woohoo! And something that my buddy asked me and was talking about was money and was curious, you know, how this whole transition to California was going to look like, you know, what was finances going to look like? Is it expensive? Blah, 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 blah. And I get that question often also at the salon with my clients, you know, are you excited about this? Are you nervous about the money? You know, or what's the cost of living, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to talk about my relationship with money and how I view things and how it's transpired into how I live my life. This also coincides with my viewpoint on verbiage. So I believe if you... Okay, so if you say something, then naturally you're going to believe it, right? So if you if you look at a situation and say, this is going to be a bad situation, then absolutely it's going to be a bad situation. But if you if you flip the script and you say, you know what, this might not be my favorable position to be in right now, but I'm going to enjoy it for what it is, nine times out of ten you do, right? So that kind of, that kind of transpires also with money and how I look at money. Yes, of course, naturally things can be expensive, absolutely. But if you look at things, if you if you look at every single situation, if you look at every single item that you pick up or you look at a bill and you look at everything, you're going to say it's expensive. And as soon as you start saying that, that's when you start to develop a terrible relationship with money. Not How you look at things is relative. My fiance absolutely hates when I say the word relative, but it is. Everyone's viewpoint on one particular situation, of course, is valid. But personally, how I look at money is that it's it's not an object. I don't make it a thing. I don't look at things as expensive. I don't look at things as, oh my gosh, I have to spend that much money to get this, this, and this. No, because at the end of the day, there's there's money to be made. And if you if you truly transition that outlook to being not 
everything's expensive and you look at everything as there's money to be made and that, you know, if there's a will, there's a way, that's when, that's when shit starts making sense. So let me break it down. So there's two, two big examples that I really wanted to pinpoint to maybe help those understand what I mean by this relationship with money. So quarantine happened and I'd been dying to remodel my salon for like the umpteenth time, except this time I really wanted to expand it and make it this thing that I've been dying to make it right. But I had to set myself a budget to make sure that this was going to happen. Now, naturally during quarantine is spending this kind of cash the most ideal. No, but it, a, it was a prime time for me to do it because I had all the time in the world and B the money was just sitting there. I have a great relationship with money so much so that I can save just as much as I spend. And no, and it has nothing to do with how much money I quote unquote make, because quite frankly, being a small business owner, you don't make jack shit to be quite frank with you. If anyone really truly knows entrepreneurship and small business owning, no, you make nothing to be just being honest. But because I have such a good relationship with money, I'm able to save just as much as I spend. So let's backtrack. So with the quarantine thing, you know, I set myself a budget and I said I wanted to spend $8,000 cash. All right, hear me out. I don't really believe in loans because I have such a good relationship with money. I don't feel the need to borrow money from someone else. Um, anyway, so yes, I, well, I saved this kind of money because I knew one day I was going to be able to spend it for some reason, some way, somehow, etc. So I did it. The remodel at SJ's, I paid 1000% cash for. I did not take out a loan. I am very frugal with my money. So I thrifted literally everything. Our chairs, our salon chairs, they are brand spanking new. I wanted to delegate certain funding for certain things. Now that is a good relationship with money. I knew that I needed to spend, you know, a little bit more than I wanted to for the chairs, but the chairs were the main focal point. You know, I want my guests to sit in my chair and make sure that they're comfortable and it's, it's a cozy environment, you know, the the chair is soft and then it cushions, whatever. And then the aesthetic around it, that's where I could thrift and, you know, really be creative with it. But that, that was my, that was my, that was my idea is that I was going to delegate X amount of funding for the big stuff. And then the rest of the stuff, the rest of the money that I had left over, that's what I used to create the space that I wanted to. Now that is my relationship with money. I'm able to look at a situation and say, okay, I need to spend X amount for the, for the grand scheme of things. I guess you could say for like the biggest project. And then afterward, the only money that I can use is what's left in the budget. So I did it. I bought the chairs. I bought all the aesthetic decor that I wanted to, and I still kept it under $8,000 cash. I know money is a weird topic for a lot of people, and I hate that. Why is money such a weird thing to talk about? If you have a positive relationship with money, it, it's it's okay to talk about it because it's fun. It's exciting. Hey, you know what I did today? I properly delegated my funding that's in my bank account to purchase something that I've always wanted to have. Why? Because I have a good relationship with money. I hope that made sense. I... I'm not the perfect person when it comes to budgeting. I personally don't write things down. I can just look at something and say, okay, I'm more of like a, I'm more of like a hands-on person. So I have to like write it down and like feel, feel it. So 
what I mean by that is, okay, so let's, let's say, okay, so the $8,000 that I delegated for, for this, for this project, right? So, you know, I would have my phone and like some forks and maybe some like toothpicks, right? So my phone was the biz biggest object. That was my chairs. So the forks were like, uh, like storage space, things that, um, would help benefit the chairs. And then the toothpicks were like the aesthetics, like decor and stuff like that. So I, if I could feel it and I could look at a situation and break it down like that, that's how I, I understood my budget. And that's how I understand money. It sounds so like childish, but that's, that's just how I work. That doesn't mean don't track your money while you're spending it. So I lied. I have two more examples after this. So to piggyback off of the, the remodel, so my fiance and I obviously have moved to California and we wanted to make the move to California as beneficial as possible. So we sold everything in our house because we didn't want to truck everything with us to California and we allocated the only money that I could spend was the money that we made from what we sold from the house. And I did that. I only spent the amount of money that I had um, from the from the yard sale to furnish this house. That also included a brand new bed set. So I have one major item that I'll purchase and then everything else is um, is the smaller, the cute, the, the Q-tips, the toothpicks. So I, I purchased the bed brand spanking new. That was $1,500. That was the bed, the mattress and two nightstands, right? So then everything else, I purchased on a budget. I went thrifting. I thrifted literally every goddamn thing in here and it turned out spectacular. And I wrote everything down. In a shared note with my fiance, I wrote down every single thing that I spent and deducted it from the number prior. That way I could stay on track and it's as easy as that. Now the most commonly asked question that I get a lot, probably fucking daily at this point, is how the hell did you afford to move to California? So here's the thing. It's all relative. I know it's my fiance's favorite word and probably many viewers favorite words like, oh my God, what does relative even mean? Anyway, so I looked at California and not even just California. So let, let's talk about my journey with Delaware. Delaware served its purpose. I absolutely love Delaware for the fact that it helped me build A, a successful business and B, a successful career. I met amazing people. I have truly the, probably one of the most incredible teams uh, representing SJs and I felt that I have fulfilled what I needed to fulfill in Delaware. Did it mean that moving to California was my next step? No. Did it mean moving to New York was my next step? Sure. It, it didn't matter. I just, I needed to be out of Delaware because like I said, it served its purpose. I got what I needed out of it. Well, it just so happens that California is my next step. I work for Kenner Professional. They're based out of California. I wanted to be in an inclusive salon that did use Kenner Professional and that's how I found Morella. Morella works with Kenner Professional and she is also a truly talented artist and she has the same exact morals as I do and has the same dreams and goals and everything and I just so happened to be in California. The first thing out of my out of my in my brain was not that oh my gosh California's expensive it was this is the next step in my career. So I shifted my mindset instead of focusing on money I focused on what could be, what can be, and what will be. 
So that's my relationship with the green stuff is that I can look at something and say, okay, this is going to benefit me in a multitude of ways. If something, if you spending money does not benefit you, then don't spend it. I guess it's as simple as that. Yeah, of course, California is definitely expensive. Don't get me wrong, but I've had such a great relationship with money that it is not expensive because I don't look at things as expensive. You're going to spend the money to make the money. You know what I mean? You got to spend the green stuff to get a little bit of green stuff back. And that's just how life works. And remember how I said that I save as much as I spend? Yeah, that's what's happening right now. Through, I knew that I was going to move to California, so I started saving even more and stopped spending as much. Granted, I don't spend a shit ton anyway, but I knew that moving here was my next step, and I knew that spending the money to get here was going to be my next step. And just in one week, just in one week, I have blown up on TikTok. Morella and I have come up with this incredible plan to create this amazing thing, and I'm not going to talk about it on here, but SJ's is doing so fucking well right now. I am so proud of my team. And you know what? I am going to brag. Why? Because I work damn fucking hard to be where I am right now. But I can't stress the importance of having a good relationship with money. People always say money is the root of all evil, which they're not wrong. Money definitely is the root of all evil. But that's because people have a bad relationship with money. And I still had this mentality when I was making 200 bucks a paycheck. Just saying. I'm a firm believer of just spending it. I mean, you, you can't take it with you when you die. Those memories that you're going to create with those people that you're afraid to spend money with, just do it. Regardless if it's going to bite you in the ass one day, you know, if we're not friends with them anymore or whatever it is, just do it. It's, it there's always money to be made. If you always have that mentality, it'll always work. And don't get me wrong. I've put myself in tough positions where, you know, I'm like, shit, I spent too much money. But guess what? I always made it back because I know that I can and I will. So I guess to make a long story short, stop looking at things as expensive. Start shifting your mindset. Look at stuff uh, as this is going to benefit me personally, me professionally, uh, me mentally, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. As soon as you start categorizing things in those three categories, that's when you start to build a great relationship with money. And that's when you actually start to save it, save it, make it, etc. You start to see your money, where it goes and how it benefits you and how, you know, you spending $15 on this notebook, you know, ended up being the best thing of your life because that notebook was full of ideas that you then manifested and created into a company. And guess what? You spend $15 just to start that idea. I challenge every single person who, who's watching, wow, watching, <laughs> listening to me right now to start doing that. Categorize professional, personal, or mentally. Mental, mental. Professional, personal, mental. Yeah. Start categorizing the things that you're purchasing or the things that you're looking at, whatever, in those three categories. If they don't fit in those three categories, then no, don't spend it. But if it's going to benefit one of those categories or all three for all that matter, then do it. That's when you start to build a good relationship with money. You'll start to understand where your money is going, how it's going to work, how it's going to benefit you. And if you are a better person spending, like taking time for yourself, that manifests in thousands of different ways. If you are feeling good about yourself 
and you're mentally doing well and you're professionally doing well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the people around you start to do really well. And like it's it's this amazing circle of of positivity and growth and a lot of different things. But honestly, it starts with money because money is the biggest stressor for so many people. It's probably one of the number one reasons why people get divorced. That and kids, just saying. If you look it up, those are literally the statistics. <laughs> wow, okay. Statistics about um, number one divorce rates. Anyway, I hope that this podcast made sense. I hope that this podcast, this particular episode, helps you unlock a new part of your life. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of our problems stem from the, the, green, the green crap that comes and goes just as fast as you make it. But I hope that maybe shifting that mentality and understanding that if you put it in those three categories, it'll, it'll benefit you more than you think. It's such a mindless thing to do to spend the money to just, to just you know, blow it all away. But as soon as you start being intentional about your money spending and intentional about your, your mindset about money, that's when, you know, saving happens, wealth happens, career pop off. I don't know. A lot of different things happen, but you have to make sure that your relationship with money is positive. Thank you so very much to everyone who has listened to this podcast today, and I love all of you guys. I cannot wait to film even more stuff. We have a couple, a couple, we have a lot. Wow. Okay. I'm having a stroke. Good Lord. We have a lot of stuff coming for you guys. Um, lots of interviews. I love the interviews. I think it's really cool that you guys get to see different people's perspectives and people that I look up to, people that I've worked with, people that um, are a big part of my journey and why they benefit me and they've helped me get into the mentality that I'm in right now. So uh, there's lots of cool stuff coming along. Um, I'll be transitioning back and forth from California. So sometimes I'll be filming in California. Sometimes I'll be filming in Delaware, which is going to be crazy. Um, I don't move to Delaware or to Delaware. I don't move to California full time until December. So I'll be going back and forth until then, which is nuts. But I'm very, very excited. Oh, as I lean back on my couch. Ouch. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great day. And thank you all for listening.